How would you like to be part of a conversation that changed someone's life or even changed your own life? Welcome to the Be Fun, Be Kind podcast, where we have amazing discussions hosted by someone new each week. Join us at BeFunBeKind.com to be part of our live events. Now, here's your host for this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Leanne. I am from Hong Kong, and I am just so honored to be here today to be speaking with all of you on the Be Fun, Be Kind podcast. So, um, a little bit about myself. I am the host of Beyond the Label podcast, founder of a self-love platform called The Blue Journal. If you are interested in motivational quotes and inspiring stories on breaking stereotypes, please search Beyond the Label on anywhere you're listening to this podcast and at The Blue Journal. The blue is without an E on Instagram. Other than that, I founded my own events and wedding planning company four years ago called Lelumere Events. So if you want to know more about my personal life, I am at Leanne Blue, also blue without an E, on Instagram. So today, I want to talk about something called self-love. It is definitely a term that we are familiar with and with wellness and self-help content trending nowadays, a lot of people are throwing out the term self-love. But sometimes self-love feels like an abstract concept that we kind of understand what it means, but not sure how to do. So I want to share my own story of understanding self-love to all of you. Because part of the journey that I went through was very lonely and helpless. And I hope by sharing my story, some of you can resonate and know that you are not going through this alone. So I come from Hong Kong from a very typical Asian family. I'm not sure if there are any Asian listeners out there or if you're familiar with Asian culture. But a big aspect of the Chinese culture is that we are always associated as a collective. And a lot of times individual successes, they're not as important as, you know, um, being proud of your family or doing something that is beneficial to your school, to the country, to the community. So we never really understand this concept of self-love. It's more like a group love, like I love my school, I love my family. So ever since I was a kid, my parents always used self-love. I think a lot of Asian kids can relate to this. And we never really throw around words like love. So I used to watch all these American movies and, you know, um, all the time the parents would tell their kids like, oh, love you or love you, bye, when they hang up the phone or when they leave home for work. And I would think that it was so weird because my parents never said that to me. So in my childhood, um, only getting a 100% right on a test would get a compliment. The efforts for trying never really seemed valuable. And in school, my teachers rarely 
encourages us and uses fear and punishment instead. So me and my peers, a lot of us, we grow up thinking that we are not enough because you know we were never really encouraged or supported in a way that we feel like we are important. So going forward, I started to meet boys and start to commit in relationships. I was a teenager. And I was scared in a lot of my early relationships. I was so scared that I was not pretty enough or good enough for the other person to love me. And I'm sure a lot of teenagers feel this way because with mean bullies at school and now judgments on social media, it feels like we can never be as good as other girls. So... I was so unconfident about myself that I wanted to change my whole personality to get a boy to like me and to impress other people. But I was being so upset because I was not being myself. I was just pretending to like what the other people like. I was following trends and I was following the boys and not prioritizing my own needs. Then, of course, I couldn't go back home and tell this to my parents because they would think that I I'm, I was weak and have failed in a certain way. And, you know, any of you listening to this, I just want to tell you that if you have felt this way before, please continue to listen to this podcast because the way that I felt, I think a lot of us... Um, we feel this way as teenagers and I wish there was someone older like who I am now to go back and tell me that everything is going to be okay. So after years of growing up and being exposed to society, to my job, to people in different walks of life, you then realize a very, a very important and amazing thing. It's that how you treat yourself is an example of how other people treat you. And I never really understood this until I you know I started my own company and I was um, finding clients, I was finding people to work with. And I really see that in the workplace, like it, it is like a jungle and people will sense um, your confidence. They will sense like if you can really do your job or not. So I was like, wow, okay, so I really need to start thinking about how I treat myself. And, you know, it's not just the mindset, it's also, um, you know, what I'm eating, um, how well I'm sleeping. You know, it's all about taking care of yourself because people can see that. And, you know, think about it. If you don't shower, if you don't brush your teeth, wear clean clothes and treat yourself like trash, no one will respect you because they only see someone who doesn't care about their own well-being. But if you dress nicely, comb your hair neatly, you know, if you go just go out to the street and just wear something nice, I'm not saying to wear something like glamorous or luxurious, just something clean and neat. People will automatically start seeing you differently. Like they will treat you nicer and like more than when you are smelly and dirty, it's easier for us to visualize this with appearances. But it is actually the same with our own mindset. Like people can really 
sense if you are just, you know, hiding in a conversation or really putting yourself out there and being confident and believing in yourself. So if you don't have any healthy boundaries and let people say whatever they want to you or to step all over you, they will continue to do so. But if you stand strong on your stance, I'm not saying to be arrogant or to be selfish, but, you know, at least set some baseline or boundaries of what you will tolerate. Because, you know, if you treat yourself good enough, if you, you know, at least know that you're worthy of something good, those good will come. Like, you know, because people don't really know if they're offending you or hurting you for real, if you don't say it, right? I'm sure we all have incidents where silly jokes just turn into an argument. That is because we did not communicate clearly enough of what we consider sensitive or what we can take as a joke. And, you know, I just had um, a conversation like this with my boyfriend a few days ago. Like, you know, we were just joking around and then it got to a very sensitive topic about my weight. And I just told him that, you know, um, this is not something I'm comfortable with talking about. And, you know, he understands. And if the other person, if they continue to go into the topic of saying something that you're not comfortable with, or that they just, their intention is to make you feel bad, then those people are not the people you should hang around. They don't care about how you feel. They don't prioritize your feelings. Those are not what friends are about. You know, if you have friends like that, those are toxic relationships. Those are people who are trying to make you feel bad so that they can feel good about themselves. And if you are surrounded in that kind of energy, you it is very difficult for you to grow as a person because we need support and love not just from family, also from friends and colleagues. That's why, you know, I choose my team very carefully. I always want to create an environment where we are very supportive of each other and we, you know, we tell each other good criticisms. Like, of course, we're not trying to sugarcoat everything and pretending to be nice to everyone. Like, we do have to find ways to improve ourselves, but like they have to be constructive, they have to be useful and not just, you know, like saying that, oh, you're bad, you're fat and not not like this at all. Like the phrase, love yourself before others can love you is so real. Love comes from within ourselves. We have to understand ourselves well enough before committing into a serious relationship or even committing to a job for a long lasting commitment because yeah exactly other people wouldn't know how you want to treat it unless you show them and I recently had another very insightful conversation um on my podcast it is um, our Valentine's Day podcast special with a relationship coach um Valentina Tudos on this topic it is that we love ourselves like the way we love ourselves highly affects what we attract so we were talking about um you know like fuck boys and people who 
have been in relationships where the other person is not suitable or they are they were disloyal, like things like this. And a lot of times was because, you know, it's okay. If this happened once, if the person doesn't treat you well once, then it is the other person's fault. But if you let that happen over and over again, then you need to do something about it because no one will help you. Like the only person who can help you is yourself. Like I believe in law of attraction, And whatever you think of yourself, it attracts the same kind of energy. If you believe that you deserve something amazing, something amazing will come to you. And if you always doubt yourself that you are not enough, you will always attract people who don't think you're enough. You know, it's just like in high school, like how the cliques of people, they sit together at lunchtime. That that is attraction. Like people who who are jocks, where they like the same things in the same um, extracurricular clubs. It is because like they like the same thing, and they sort of you know if they like arts. It is very similar to what I'm trying to um, tell you guys right now. Like I had always um, seen my friends put themselves through you know fuck boys over the other or bosses who just take so much advantages of them and you know I I, I feel so sad to see that happen to them and I know self-love it's not easy it is definitely like easier said than done it took me years to finally get a grasp of what it means And once I really started to prioritize myself, I found better clients for my events planning company because I believed that we deserved clients who really appreciate our work instead of clients who were just taking advantage of our time, of our effort. And, you know, and I also found a stable boyfriend who accepts me for who I am. And this happened because I accepted who I am and I accepted all parts of myself. I know we all have, you know, the dark side. We all have secret thoughts that we are not proud of, but that is who we are. And even when I'm telling you guys this, um, it might sound like right now I have like my company and my boyfriend but there are also a lot of times where I feel so alone in my journey and I feel so helpless that I don't know what to do. And those are also parts of myself. Like I'm proud of both the good and bad because without the bad, I can never get to the good. If my whole life have been so successful and have been so smooth, I would have never gotten to this realization and never would have started my, you know, my podcast and my self-love platform. So I believe that every step that you do, um, it leads to where you're supposed to be. And with self-love and with loving yourself, everything is done so much easier because you know what you're worth and you would not settle for anything that is less than your standards. Like anything that is below what you set for yourself and below the energy cannot enter. Like I always remind myself that because 
there are still constantly people who are trying to um they're trying to take advantage of me of my time and of my work but there are times that I give into that because I wanted to be nice I I didn't want it to be rude but at the end I just felt so drained out and that you know I wasn't being appreciated like like why why was I why did I do that for for the person like why did I help help her when they were just like so clearly taking advantage of me so once I set those boundaries and that I know that you know it's not it's this is not being selfish or um not being compassionate or not prioritizing other people but if you know I have um I have a spiritual coach and she always tells me that if your glass is full versus if your glass is half full if you're half full how can you take care of other people like you can you have you you barely have enough for yourself but if you take care of yourself it's like filling your glass full then you can start to you know share your resources and energy to other people and take care of other people so I, i want to also share with you guys a small exercise that I did at the very beginning to practice self-love that really helped me is that I would list um, 10 things I love about myself every day. I know I've told this to a lot of my friends and encouraged them to do it, but it seemed very hard for certain people. And it was very hard for myself too. Like I was, I would just sit there and think, okay, so what did I do today that I love about myself? Like, because usually I would just go to work, have a very normal day-to-day routine, and there would be nothing special. That's what I thought in the past. But then I realized that it doesn't have to be those significant things where you, you know, saved a puppy or you helped out someone. It could just be waking up in the morning, eating vegetables, taking care of yourself, even, you know, combing your hair and applying skin hair. Those are ways that you take care of yourself. And even just, you know, holding the door for somebody, saying thank you to, you know, the cab driver or the lady who cleans the office, just very small things like that. You are already contributing so much. And those are things that you should be proud of, that you should love about yourself every day. And, you know, begin that with every day, like begin that mindset every day. And when something goes wrong, just constantly remind yourself of the things that you did well, because, you know, it's just like, um, I'm sure a lot of us have had days where we feel like we are under the weather and bad things happen. And other days where if we're so happy, we're wearing like a nice new dress and everyone seems so nice to us. It is the same thing. People will sense your energy and treat you accordingly. Because if you are, you know, being very, um, how do I say it, like rude or just doesn't want to talk to anyone, people will avoid you. Like it is it is human nature. Like you will avoid the person on the street that are getting very cranky as well. So love, loving yourself is a very long journey. It takes a lot of hard work. 
but the results are so worth it. And there is nothing greater than that. I am so grateful that I came to this realization after so many years of just hiding out, of just um, pretending to be someone that I was not. So I really hope that, you know, you can also find a way to be yourself. And it all starts with awareness. So by listening to this podcast, I hope that it will inspire something in you to be aware that like, okay, I need to start thinking about this because everything starts with a thought. And when you start thinking about it, you will start to want to do something about it. It might take years, but it will happen eventually. So yeah, that is um, all I wanted to share for this episode. And if you have any more questions, please feel free to check out my podcast, my Instagram. Please feel free to DM me. I would love to share more and see um, how can I assist your journey as well. Thanks for tuning in this week. We would love for you to be part of our next discussion. Join our live events happening every week at BeFunBeKind.com. See you soon.